You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Because nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, hey, let's go Buffalo. Hey, hey, let's go Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. The Buffalo Bills shoot down the New York Jets 45-17 to today in New Jersey as the Buffalo Bills go 6-3 and on the season and continue their run to second place in the AFC. Hello everyone, welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm here. What'd you guys think of my uh my uh, impression just there? Did you guys get what that was? Was that I- anti-aircraft fire? Yes, it was. It was. You could tell? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Wow. Oh. Well, I mean context clues, right? Shoot down the jets. <laughs> You're like I thought I thought it was a bayonet to be honest. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That makes me feel good about it. All right. All right. I'm getting better. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Do you think anybody has learned what context clues means just by using context clues? (laughs) (laughs) Probably somebody. Maybe today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some genius. That's not us. Um, I'm your host, Nate, and we're discussing the Bills victory today over the New York Jets. We're going to go over our thoughts of the game. Some stats of the game, our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game, and as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our followers on Twitter. And we have a weekly podcast giveaway. We have two this week. I forgot last week while we were at Delago. Uh, some of you guys mentioned that I forgot that, so that's my bad. Um, you know what? You want to just do that right now? Just get it out of the way, man. Like if you're a listener, man, and you want to get in on this, uh, let's just do the let's just do the giveaway right now. Let's do it. We're going to give away two jerseys, an Ed Oliver jersey. Ed Oliver, huge game today. We're going to get into Ed Oliver today. And I have a Devin Singletary jersey. So we're going to do that. I'll mention later in the podcast how you can win one of these uh, one of these items in the future. We have, what, nine more weeks? Nine more weeks of football? Um, eight more weeks, whatever. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I'll tell you guys how to win those. So first winner, you can pick whatever you, one you want. Uh, Richard W. Griswold, either the Ed Oliver jersey or the Devin Singletary jersey. And we have Rich Perks 27. That's Rich Perks 27. Uh, you guys are the winners. So something a little bit different tonight. We don't normally do the winners that early, but, you know, feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good about this game. And let's talk about it. Let's get right into it. And going into this game, the Bills lost a turd of a game last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
And it was one of those losses where, like, unlike the Titans loss, where you kind of questioned the franchise, questioned the team, you know, where is their head at? Is this really a Super Bowl contending team? Or is this, you know, a fraud? You know, to put it quite frank, um, I think a lot of us were thinking that. And after the game, if you listen to our Lee, recap, Frank that, Lee, Frank Lee, to be, yeah, to be Frank Lee, <laughs> or speaking frankly, <laughs> speaking Frank, to be Frank, to be Frank, you said Frank Lee, <laughs> but to you be, said speaking. No, I said to be Frank, didn't I? John, ro- roll the tape back. But isn't Frank Lee a person? Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, John. <laughs> John wasn't listening either. Uh, I thought I said to be frank. <laughs> they were a fraud, to be frank. <laughs> they were a fraud, speaking frankly. The, the human mind can convince itself of a lot of things. Oh, man. We just were talking about that before the podcast. However, everyone always thinks they're right about everything. That's just that's just the way social media is just giving people a voice. Where there's no fact checking, but I'm taking that into account. I'm taking that bias into account, factoring it out, and telling you I'm correct. (laughs) Oh, so you're taking that bias out? You don't think you're one of the millions of people that thinks they're always right? Okay, all right. Like 99.9% of the population. That's impressive. I bet you that 99.9% also think they're unbiased completely, just like you. I I mean, I'm looking at this from the outside in. So, uh, but yeah, we were thinking the Bills were a fraud a little bit, or we were hoping that they weren't. What uh, is this we stuff? You have a mouse I in thought- your pocket? John and I were thought it was a one-off fluke. I think I think John was more on my side. John, correct me. How did you feel after last week's game? Did you think that was a one-off? Don't forget or- to factor out the bias, John. Yeah, no bias. Unbiased, so, John. I just want to make sure I get this straight. Are you implying that beating the hapless Jets is is a sign that they turned it around and they're now Super Bowl contenders again. Yeah, I do. Ooh, I don't know about that. I'm, 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 no, I don't think that necessarily just based on the win. They have a 93% chance to make the playoffs, uh, 74% chance to win the division, 11% chance to win the Super Bowl. If you're looking at the stats, like that, that to me is a contender. Yeah, the Jets are not a great team, but the Bills play the Titans. If Josh Allen doesn't slip, like we, there's so many chances to win that game. I would say the Jags are the fluke game at this point, not the Jets. What what, you, what was the percentage for uh, first round bye? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> not good, John. Not good when the one team eight percent, eight percent. Not good when the team that has a first round bye currently has the tiebreaker over you. <laughs> That's not good. Not ideal. Um. Well, let's, I mean, let's get right into this. Does this win, win mean anything to you? Because to me, it makes me feel more confident. Um, but I don't think I'm necessarily completely over the Jaguars loss. Um, you know, when are they going to, are they just going to decide not to show up another week like they did last week? Um, they're going to catch another team, you know, sleeping. Uh, uh, that's going to catch the Bills sleeping. Uh, to me, it makes me feel better, obviously. This is, this is the kind of win you should have over a bad team. And the Jets are a bad team. So the, for the most part, for the most part this season, they've taken care of bad teams in the following manner. Uh, they haven't. Really, they only lost really one game against a bad team. Uh, so uh, this doesn't necessarily change my view on the season. I still think that they're you know a playoff contender. I think they'll if they get hot at the right time, they're Super Bowl contender. A playoff contender. Ninety three percent chance. You guys are soft selling this. Deep playoff contender. I think their defense is like number one in every statistical category. What a shitty episode. <laughs> this is turning out to be terrible. So 
I mean, well, John, let's let's start off with you. I mean, do you, is your is your feeling on the team any different after a win like that? It's a very convincing win. Uh, the Bills dominated pretty much offensively and defensively, defensively, which is what you'd love to see. Uh, in another team stadium, which is even better. Uh, how do you feel on the on the team overall? Where, where's your head at? I don't think my overall outlook has changed whatsoever after this game. It was a fun game to watch. They did what they had to do. They did what they should do against the Jets, uh, continuing their streak against AFC East opponents. It's seven, eight, nine, nine, nine and zero oh in their last nine games. Pretty good. Um, but no, it's great. So, you know, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, Diggs making these catches. The other receivers are making good catches. Um, there was um, the running game was effective when they chose to use it. Um, obviously, they passed way more, but that's cool. I mean, Brita um, had nice burst. Defense played excellent as they've been all season. Um, it was fun game to watch. Yeah, yeah, Mike. So it doesn't change. So wait, real quick, John. So it doesn't change your view after last game. You're still pretty disappointed after that loss. You're not sure if they're pretenders or contenders, correct? You're unsure. Yeah, You're- I mean, it's it's kind of early, right? Like we're at week, we're like halfway through, basically. There's ten AFC AFC teams that are uh, have a winning record, and like nine of them are all within a game of each other. So like we're, we're the second seed, but like the ninth place team is five and four or whatever. So it's like, it's all, everybody's right there. So like, it's, it's kind of early for that. Um, but you know, this got to keep, uh, winning games. What about you, Mike? Has your, has your opinion changed on the team with that win over last week? Or I mean, you never wavered, did you? No, I think they're in a great spot. I wish they won a couple more games. So they didn't, so they had a bigger margin of error. I would have liked to see him wrap up the, wrap things up by mid-December. It's going to be a little, little tighter than we thought or maybe would like, but who else would you want to be a fan of? If you couldn't have the Bills, what team would you take? Like, I, I would take the Bills. Titans, right, without Henry, without Julio Jones. I trust Josh Allen more than Tannehill. I like the Bills coaching staff over the Titans. Um, you could say maybe the NFC is a weaker division, but you got the Bucks and the Pack. Like, the Bucks are six and three. The Packers are eight and two. I just like the, the Bills getting Knox back was huge. Spencer Brown, they look like a completely different team with Spencer Brown. Loved the game out of uh, AJ Klein today. I think Breda really showed us something like the depth we have there. Like I'm, I'm very. Who would you rather be a fan of to take a run at the Super Bowl than the Bills? I mean, yeah, those- not just this year into the future. I think the future is very bright. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. There's really not, it's such a muddy AFC to John. Like we're point we're comparing point. the, sorry, we're comparing the bills against the field. Mm-hmm. And of course you're, you, you'd take the field, right? But if you had to pick one other team, like I, I don't, there maybe are comparable, but I don't think anybody um, you'd take over the bills. I don't think there's one team in the AFC and maybe the NFC that you can definitely say is absolutely a hundred percent better than the bills. Top to bottom, you're not like, okay, this team's better. And they keep talking about it in the broadcast for once, which is so weird about the Bills being a Super Bowl contender. Um, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay, okay. All right, I think there is. So that's a good point. That's a good point. I feel I feel better. I feel more vindicated. And it, you wanted to make sure last week wasn't a trend as it, much, as it was just an outlier of a game. Just the Bills just didn't show up last week. Okay, all right. 
Well, you know, even good teams lose to bad teams. Like that happens. There's 17 games now. That's going to happen. Um, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, you, you guys both brought up, brought up Matt Breida. I mean, I, I, he had two touchdowns today and he did have that fumble, of course, but, um, I mean, he just brings something to this offense that the bills just don't, I mean, they ran a sweet play for that touchdown. <laughs> like, what is it? I haven't seen the bills run a sweet play since Chan Gailey. I feel like they ran out wide and they had blockers ahead and he went into the end zone almost untouched. Uh, and he's, it was, he's nice. got to get some touches every game. He does, he? right? Today? He, I feel like he's got to be a part of this offense. They got to find a way yet to touches. Maybe you're not saying like 12 to 15, but like uh, uh, six to eight, either passing or catching, somehow get him into space. Like, yeah, he's got to be a part of it, right? Absolutely. And you know what else that, that I noticed that McKenzie was getting uh, some extra touches on offense compared to the rest of the season. He's, he's just been kicks and punts, nothing else. Where last year, he was way more involved in the offense. So I think those couple of adjustments there, like those guys that have speed and are able to, to break away. Um, I think it's good that they're, they're doing that now. Yeah. I liked, I liked Matt Breida's game today. I love like, like Mike said, Spencer Brown. I mean, who would have thought that he'd make such an impact that this offensive line looks so much better with him in it. Um, and I'm just, this is, I, I guess I wouldn't think he would, when he went out, I'm like, okay, well that stings, but you know, the bills are playing the Jaguars. So, uh, who really cares? But then, you know, he comes back and you see what a difference he makes making holes on the line. They ran towards his side for that touchdown I just mentioned, and they were opening up holes in the running game and the pass protection was better. It wasn't great, but it was better, which is what you want. And yeah, I was, I mean, how can, how can you not be happy with, with the job Spencer Brown is doing as a rookie and playing right tackle? And you're just like, wow, you know, if the bills can just shore up the interior you know, next season, like you have a really solid defensive or offensive line. And this is saying, you know, and Deion Dawkins is having a down year. I, I want to say anything totally bad in this podcast about the team, because I mean, but he just doesn't look like himself this season. He's getting beaten. He's getting, he had that one holding call that brought back like that long Josh Allen run. He scrambled off to the right. He ran for like 30 something yards, 37 yards or something to that effect. First down, he looked great, didn't get hit, didn't get touched, ran out of bounds. And they're like, oh, there was a holding call on Deion Dawkins back. you know. So it just crushed you. Uh, but creative play calling by Dable on that play on a lot of plays today. Uh, top to bottom, great game. What do you think about um, – I have a nickname for, the, for Spencer Brown. So one of the things on our podcast that we like to do, besides like talking about the Bills in a general set fashion, is, is nicknames. And I, oh, I'm not even really putting this up to a vote. Or like let the listeners think, but I I think of Spencer Brown as the mountain. Like he just makes me think of the mountain from Game of Thrones, like big, huge guy, nasty, you know, like just the mountain. He's like a mountain of a man, six foot eight, three hundred and thirty pounds or whatever, and he just makes me think of him, Sir Gregor Clegane from Game of Thrones, um, before he became a zombie or whatever he became, <laughs> the uh. But he's, you know, he's nasty in there. I, th I think he adds something. It's just, I don't know. That's what I always think of. And like, I, I put it out as a meme, you know, uh, got a bunch of runs. So I, I mean, people aren't disagreeing with it. In fact, one guy was like, oh, that's cool. The mountain, like who came up, who came up with that? And I just replied us <laughs> like circling the wagons, CT dubs, you know? So do you guys like that one? Can we move on from that? I know, I know you guys aren't a fan of third and Cole. What about the mountain? 
Sure. I feel like you've ruminated on this for weeks, so it's it's hard to just give a come up with something way better in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offering. I'm not asking you to just come up with something better. No, I think I can. <laughs> He's he's just offering to for you to accept what what he's, he wants uh, validation or nothing. <laughs> um, I would love some validation right now. You know, there's just like not a lot of validation going on it's right now. It's funny how so. he views silence as like tacit approval. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking for an echo chamber on this podcast, and you guys aren't providing that. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. John, does it seem a little uninspired? Just like he's big, the mountain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like so How if- tiny. If if you hearken back to the Your early opposite. '90s, House Ballard, you know, so like you know, big guy House, um, they had a, a guy a couple years later. They called, uh, what do you call him skyscraper, Condo. It was his name was Condo. Oh, oh really? so like so like it's not like un- unheard of to like you know do something like that for offensive linemen, right? Townhome. So, yeah, <laughs> start naming them all these different places. <laughs> Whole <laughs> <Pole> barn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mountain. That's Water even bigger cat. than any of those, right? The mountain, exactly. So <laughs> there. Well, be- the, big, the biggest guy was uh, the refrigerator, <laughs> right? <laughs> the smallest thing. <laughs> but that might have been because he was he was he was a larger guy too. So maybe he liked to eat. I don't know. Like there was. But yeah. I think it's like actually he was like the size of a fridge. Oh. Yeah, that's not as impressive as like the house <laughs> or <laughs> size wise. Like, ah, oh, he's a fridge. Like, ah, I've moved a fridge before. <laughs> that was what we had when we uh, had John Davis, the Bills' former guard, on. His website is a refrigerator mover because in college, he, there was like a big play, I think. Um, I, I did the interview, I should remember, where he like moved because, yeah, they played against him. John played for Georgia Tech and like there's a play, like he just owned. The fr- William the Fridge Perry in college. So that was his nickname was the refrigerator mover in college and it stuck. So that's kind of a cool name. Seems kind of long and cumbersome. <laughs> it's called, his nickname is the refrigerator mover. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's not better than the fridge. <laughs> Could William shorten fridge. it a little like fridge. mover. <laughs> fridge mover. TRM. I don't know. TRM. <laughs> so Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, if someone has something better, um, don't bother you. I'm I'm pretty set on this one. I think I'm gonna I'm stuck. I'm trying to trying to come up with uh, trying to not give all of the options to the listeners, but they have some good ones usually. So, mayhem was my favorite. Did they chime in with anything for Mountain? I haven't I haven't put it up to vote, but now I now I am. If you guys have something better for Spencer Brown, like like there's been some really good ones come up by listeners, like um, Count Dragula for Gabriel Davis when he was just you know, toe dragging all of those receptions in, uh, in the, in the Colts playoff game. You know, there's been some really good ones. Mayhem was a good one from a listener. Um, our listeners are very, very intelligent. And if it sounds like I'm pandering to the audience, um, it's because I am because I am. So I feel, I feel um, like you're trying to push the alliteration angle, motor mayhem mountain. <laughs> Murden. Kmol. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about this? Jolly Brown giant. The Jolly Brown Giant. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. not bad. <laughs> That's wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Did you just come he's, up with that, or Jolly? He's big, and his name is Brown. 
Eh, jolly, yeah, I guess a little. Man. Yeah. Did you just come up with that, or did you just literally Google or Reddit or find it, look in Reddit for it? For Spencer Brown? There's yeah, Spencer there's Brown. Nicknames, nicknames for Spencer yeah. Brown? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like yours that. if you if you can filter out your well, maybe I'll make bias it for mountain. I'll make it a t-shirt. I'll be the Jolly Brown Giant. That one's a lot easier than, uh, maybe it's not easier than the mountain. Maybe it should know. be a pole. To be a pole. I, I, I feel like it's too many words, just like the refrigerator mover, right? It's too many words. Yeah, to that's a good point. Jolly rolls off the tongue more than the. <laughs> the is less syllables. Much less. Like, half as much. Half. <laughs> 50% less syllables is a big deal. <laughs> um, we'll we'll sit on, on Put I'll, it up. Pull. I'll put it. Oh, you, you don't think I will? I will. Good. Great. Not gonna lie, I kind of like the Jolly Brown Giant. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. <laughs> you're, you're a big. You're a bigger man than most. I. <laughs> well, I'm non-biased. Unlike everyone else, I don't bias. John would have just dug his heels in if he came up with the mountain. <laughs> Wouldn't well, that's you, how... John? <laughs> I, I'm kind of indifferent to both. I don't really care. <laughs> John's like, I don't give. <laughs> I don't give a crap either way. I I think I think that the Jolly Brown Giant is, is pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I think just because his name is Brown, like we could you could do a lot with Brown. Yeah, you could you could. Like someone said, uh, Dawson Knox, Fort Knox. I mean that one's been brought up. I like Juggernauts better because it's more you know it's more of a. I like the Marvel reference. I like I like that. I can picture mm-hmm. it. Big dude push, pushes the the play that we all remember in Bowling. I like that one. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, let's go into, uh, stats of the game. Stats of the game. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance. Oh, people can come up with statistics to prove anything, Kent. 40% of all people know that. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago, which we visited the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago last week, which was a really good time, fun time for the four of us. We had voiceover Nick on with uh, the three of us, and uh, that was, I mean, the game was garbage, but like the time at DeLago uh, Resort and Casino was just a fun time. If you haven't been there over in Waterloo, um, that's it's just a it's just a cool time it's a fun area i'm actually going there this week um and geez they, they definitely didn't ask me to do this but i'm going to advertise it i'm taking my uh mother over to uh the uh restaurant over at uh delago resort and casino i forget what the name of it is but kelsey grammar is doing uh is making a visit she's a huge fraser fan and i'm taking her there we're gonna get some he's selling some beer or whatever he's pimping and uh, we're gonna get some six packs signed or whatever. Uh, it'd be a cool time, cool time. I've, I've, uh, my mom's a huge fan, so it's a good thing to do. So excited to do that with her. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So head uh, to the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Um, dude, we if we bet on the Bills this week, by the way, the thirteen points spread, like we would have crushed it. The over, they hit the over. They hit the the over was 40, 48 and a half. Ended up being sixty two points. Like why couldn't have we? Why couldn't we have been betting this week in all the games? We would have at least found you know more than one game that we got right last week. Josh Allen is was twenty one for twenty eight today, three hundred and sixty six yards, two touchdowns, one interception. 
75% completion percentage. Leading rusher is Devin Singletary, the jersey that we're giving away, the signed jersey. Devin Singletary, seven attempts, 43 yards, one touchdown today. Matt Breda, three attempts, three carries for 28 yards, one touchdown. And Zach Moss, seven carries for 27 yards, one touchdown. All three Bills running backs today getting in with a rushing touchdown. That's awesome. The Bills running backs in general almost had 100 yards rushing on the day. I mean, we're talking about the New York Jets, so that's not a huge deal. But, I mean, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see that they can actually run the ball every once in a while. And they don't rely on Josh Allen to be the leading rusher every single week. Josh only had three yards today actually rushing the ball. So, there you go. Isaiah McKenzie had a rushing touchdown today. He had two attempts, 17 yards, one rushing touchdown. Stephon Diggs, the leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, 13 targets, eight receptions, 162 yards, and one touchdown. If you had Stephon Diggs as your fantasy wide receiver, you are in, you're very happy today. Gabe Davis, three receptions, three targets, three receptions, 105 yards, no touchdowns, had that long pass, which we'll talk about at some point, I'm sure. Uh, next leading receiver, and then it goes down from there. There's not a whole lot to say about the receivers after those first two. Um, I'll go over the Jets real quick. Uh, Mike White. Mike White, what they call him? Magic Mike White? He was not magic today. He was, what is the opposite of magic? I don't know. I don't know. Suction, a vac- magic suction, vacuum. He was 24 for 44. 251 yards. Mike, help me out with that Wait. one. <laughs> What's the opposite of magic? I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of magic is. <laughs> a <It was> vacuum? <laughs> a vacuum of magic. I couldn't think of anything off the cuff. Not like Jolly Brown Giant, okay? I could <laughs> Magic Mike, Mike White uh, was not so much today. Um, 24 for 44, 251 yards, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. If you started Mike White today, in fantasy, you got two points. <laughs> that was a rough game by the Bills uh, or the the Jets. The Jets passer. What's funny is Joe Flacco comes in late in the fourth quarter, three for three, forty-seven yards, one touchdown. <laughs> so, um, if Zach Wilson can go next week, uh, I don't know if they stick with uh, Mike White. Leading rusher for the Jets, uh, Michael Carter. He had sixteen attempts, thirty-nine yards, one touchdown. And yeah, that's the, they, they could not get anything. They stuck with the run. Give them credit. They stuck for the, with the run for way too long, like way too long. Like they were down by three scores and like, oh, let's start running the ball. Like they won't expect that. Um, and, you know, they had no luck. They had less than three yards to carry, uh, almost a little over two yards per carry. Uh, Corey Davis, leading receiver for the Jets, seven targets, five receptions, 93 yards for the leading receiver. And that's all we're going to do for stats of the game. Uh, as far as on the Jets' side of the ball, some interesting stats for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills had four players run for a touchdown today, which marks uh, a first in franchise history. So the Bills making franchise history today. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis went over 100 yards on the day. Uh, it marks Today's game marks the first time the Bills have had two 100-yard receivers since Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs each went over 100 uh, against Denver last year. In December, if you're curious about that. The Bills have won nine consecutive games against AFC East opponents. John mentioned that earlier. One win, only one win of, uh, shy of tying the team record. And guys, do you know who the next team is, the next AFC East team is that the Bills play to tie that record? Without Googling it right now. 
Well, it's one of two teams. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It could be. Oh, the Bills already played the Dolphins twice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and since they've already played the Jets once, the odds would be New England, I guess, without looking at anything. That is correct. They're playing the Patriots. In three weeks, the Bills are playing the Patriots. Man, the Patriots are, what are they, 6-4 and four now um, in the AFC? Yeah, only half a game behind us. Yeah, this is, this is. I did not think that they were going to be as big a contenders as they are right now in the AFC East. And that is going to be... A, a really good game to watch in Orchard Park in th- just three weeks. Um, so the Bills got the Colts next week, the Saints on Thanksgiving, and then they so they have more than enough time to prepare for the the Patriots. Of course, the Patriots will probably be coming off a bye or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that's going to be a really really interesting game. The Bills could tie their franchise record with a win over the Patriots. Uh, and unlike last season, where the Patriots were kind of in a rebuild, a win against the Patriots means a lot more than it did last season when the Bills swept the division, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. The Bills' 45 points today moved the team's season total to 280. That marks a new team record for the first nine games of a season, surpassing 278 points in 1964. Bills setting records all over the thing. The Bills' defense had five different defensive backs, White, Poyer, Hyde, Wallace, and Johnson tally a takeaway today marking the first time since at least 1967 that five Bills DBs have done so in one game. Wow. It's impressive. The Bills, the Bills secondary, man. Great game for them. Allen completed 21 of 28 passes for 368 yards and 366 yards and two touchdowns in the day. The Bills are now 11 and one when Allen throws for 300 yards or more in a game. With his 125.6 QB rating today, Allen has totaled a 100-plus QB rating in six of his last seven games. So he's Allen's on fire so far this season. He's really not regressing too much or at all, really. Uh, great game today by Josh Allen. We're going to go over our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game and like our wall of famers and wall of shamers soon. Um, Stephon Diggs had a season-high 162 yards and a touchdown on eight receptions and continues his standout Bills career. It was the sixth time in Diggs' career that he had over 150 receiving yards, and he, and uh, his team moves to 5-1 and one when he eclipses the 150-yard mark. Uh, Brita had uh, rushing and receiving touchdown today. That's the third time in Brita's career that he's done that. And Micah Hyde forced a fumble uh, by wide receiver Corey Davis in the second quarter to halt a Jets drive in Buffalo territory. Combined with his three interceptions this season, Hyde has forced four turnovers, which is his highest total since tur- since forcing five in 2017. So Bill's defense continues to dominate. So great stats there. Thank you again. So uh, stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to go over our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game, maybe a Gettysburg of the game, maybe, and uh, Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. So stick around. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our recap show. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you for joining us. I'm with my co-hosts, John and Mike. And let's do our Sweet Sassy Molassie plays of the game. Sweet Sassy Molassie. Get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown. Our Sweet Sassy Molassie plays of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, Let's start off with John. John, what do you have as your Sweet Sassy Molassie play of the game? in this dominant win over the Jets? Well, definitely a lot of good plays to pick from in this game. Um, but I, I have to go with the uh, Gabriel Davis catch down the right sideline where he was being interfered with and still made a spectacular grab. Um, I forget how long the pass was, but it was had to be like 30-something yards. 36 yards. Yeah. And he was being – it was like he bobbled it a few times, uh, caught it, got both feet in bounds, Count Dragula, right? Just – <laughs> right in the sidelines. Hitch had to throw that in there. Um, yeah, I like that one. That one's my sweetest Sassy Molassi play the game as well. I love that play. Um, just one of those standout plays. It's like a highlight reel play that you see uh, all week uh, after that win. Mike, uh, w- what is your sweet Sassy Molassi play the game? For me, it's got to be the Micah Hyde strip uh, recovery. The Jets, the Bills are up 17-3. It was right after the, the Diggs touchdown. But the Jets got the ball back. They were driving right before the half, and you felt like if they could score a touchdown there or a field goal, um, it'd be a totally different game. But Hyde uh, stripped the ball from behind and then recovered it. It was awesome play for him, and just not even so much as preventing a field goal. It just you could see the crowd enthusiasm, energy just deflate, and it felt like a a real big play. Yeah, if that had gone seven, well, let's do. I mean, geez, do you do you put that as your? Uh, if we so, let's do Gettysburg's of the game. Four score and seven years ago. Gettysburg of the game is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago as well. Would that be your Gettysburg of the game? Because I think I mean, it's got to be Gettysburg's got to be when it, it hangs closer in the balance in my opinion right when it's tied or within within a score mm-hmm. so you would say in your opinion maybe it was that Taron Johnson interception was that first interception after the bills went up seven nothing or ten nothing or whatever the case was the interception is the Jets were driving and uh stopped them from scoring maybe that's a good one yeah great pick John do you have a Gettysburg of the game it's a, a tough game for Gettysburg because the Bills kind of, you know, had it in hand the whole game. But uh, if I had to pick one, I I, no, I do like start, the high. It was started zero zero. Uh, thanks for for that. Odd, <laughs> odd how that happened, but go ahead. <laughs> um, it was already seventeen three. I got to pick the high play. They they're driving on that on that drive. They're doing well. Like they could have got a touchdown, and then all of a sudden they're they have ten and the momentum. That's why it's the play of the day or the game. Hyde crushed it. And the Bills got the momentum back, and the rest is. I'm I'm going to side with John on this one because I know yes. the Bills were up seventeen three, 
But if they score that touchdown, they were driving, and that shouldn't have been a fumble. They they should have at the time. I'm watching them. I'm like, why aren't you tackling him? Why are you letting him still go? And they got that punch out. And I thought that you know they had some momentum, and that turnover just crushed them. Uh, I think momentum wise, and just uh, psychologically, I'm sure going into the half, especially knowing that the Bills were going to get the ball back in the second half uh, to do that and stop them from scoring a touchdown, stop stop them from you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like I like that one personally. That's my opinion. That's more like the sign, the surrender signing at Epimatic's courthouse when they're meeting. It's like it's done at that point. That's not like when it all hangs in the balance. But whatever, <laughs> going to the next. One. I, I like the Civil War reference, Epimatic's courthouse. Yeah, wow. Well, sentence. either way, two to one uh, on on that vote. So, all right, yep, moving on. <laughs> Dude, can I? I, can I give a, a shout out for Sweet Sassy Molassi play the game to um, that Stefan Diggs touchdown where the first time they went to him, like he almost had it. He was like one foot short of getting it in bounds. And then the second play, they go right back at the same corner to Stefan Diggs. And it was another amazing catch by Stefan Diggs. Like I, I thought that was an amazing, it was a series of plays. Sure. But that, that second catch was was just as good, if not better, than the first catch, in my opinion. I, I thought that was a that was a great touchdown. That great was uh, that's got to be so demoralizing too. <laughs> that was awesome. That, that's got to be a play. Doesn't that remind you of being a Bills fan? Like for years they would do that. Like oh, <laughs> like let's test uh, Drayton Florence or whoever that was on that side. Like let's just just throw the ball. Nate Clemens. Like okay, you know, <laughs> didn't matter. It didn't matter. After a couple times, eventually, like you know, the Bills never adjusted. It would just happen. Um, yeah. So the sweet sassy Molassi plays the game and the, the Gettysburg plays the, plays the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. That was a lot of fun. All right, let's go into our wall of famers and wall of chambers. Oh, I have one, one interesting thing that I don't, maybe I'm the only person that ever thought this, but like in school growing up, you'd be like, Oh, where did, uh, the civil war end? Right. And it's like, Oh, um, Robert E. Lee signed the surrender at Appomattox courthouse. So I always thought that was in Appomattox at the courthouse, but it's a village called Appomattox Courthouse. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was a courthouse, like to make it official. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? was just in some dude's living room. Like it could have been that. <laughs> it's that was the name of the village. Like the courthouse, like so, so weird. Wow. Don't you ever wonder when they go into like those surrenders, why doesn't the other guy just bring a bunch of troops and just kill the leaders <laughs> of the one side at the time? <laughs> like, oh, I guess I don't surrender. I just killed everyone. <laughs> well, your generals, they were just in one place. They shouldn't have been. I brought a lot of cannons. <laughs> it's like that scene in like um, Braveheart. In Braveheart, yeah, when they're like, uh, send the archers. It's like, but we'll kill our guys too. He's like, yes, but we'll kill theirs as well. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought you were going to talk about it at the beginning when they invite everybody, all the the noblemen, and then they just hang him. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they basically. Yeah, was that for peace talks? Oh yeah, that was for peace in Braveheart. It's way more applicable to what you're describing. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they did. So somebody <laughs> did have that idea. <laughs> All right, we're going to have some peace talks. All right, let's bring every all the important people in one small building. Uh, yeah, actually, it's kind of sad. <laughs> anyway, think about that scene in the movie. Anyway. Um, work of fiction, right? Work of fiction. Uh, let's go into our wall of famers and wall of shamers. 
Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Let's start with our Wall of Fame. Wall of Fame. Uh, Mike, you know what? I'll go first in this one. Um, I'm going to give it to Josh Allen. Josh Allen uh, shutting down. You know, I don't think people blamed him 100% for last week, uh, but he was definitely part to blame. Um, and I think that uh, today just kind of, I mean, he, is it just me, you guys, or did he stay into the game way longer than I thought he would? Like, than you thought he would too, I'm sure. Cause like it was, it was, I don't even know if Mitchell Trubisky saw a snap. I don't think he did. Trubisky was inactive, I think. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah. Well, then he definitely didn't. Take what, Davis snap. Webb. Was, Davis was, Webb didn't take a snap either. Right. Like, I feel like Josh Allen's on the sidelines. Like, I want to play the whole game. Like, I want to be there. Like, but that I was in my head. I'm like, ah, like my risk averse mind is like, ah, like take him out. Like, I, I don't. Webb, Webb came in at the very end. Did he to kneel to bend the knee? <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. Yeah, like he might have, but like, were you guys surprised at all that that they didn't take Josh Allen out? Or he, they could have taken him out in the beginning of the fourth, in my opinion, and it would have been just fine. I, I did expect to see Webb in a series or two before when he actually did go in, but you know, and they were passing. It wasn't like I mean, late into the fourth quarter, it wasn't like this felt like the Patriots. Like that's what the Patriots would do. You know, they'd be up by three scores and like, let's just throw bombs still. And that's what they were doing. Josh Allen was looking great. So maybe they're like, why, why stop it? Let's, let's bump some stats on some guys, man. Let's get David. Let's get, you know, uh, Diggs over a hundred. Let's get Davis over a hundred. That was, I, I was surprised, but Josh Allen is my, is on my wall of fame in today's victory. Um, silencing the, you know, people that might you know criticize his play from last week and maybe former weeks. And he looked unbelievable today and he didn't have to do any of it with his legs. He did have that one long run call back, the design run. Um, but otherwise, yeah. So, uh, Mike, uh, who do you have on your wall of fame in today's victory? I was initially thinking Breda, but with that fumble, I just, it's tough to give it to give it to him with the terminal. I think I've got to go. Spencer Brown is Spencer Brown. The key to the offensive line. Yes, he is. Is the, <laughs> the key to the entire team. Maybe. It might be his team, Nate. Uh, they just look totally different when he's there. I love when you ask questions and you're just like, is he the key? Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like someone on a cable uh, news network. Uh, you know, a is, talking is, head. Is, is this something every American should fear? Yes. <laughs> Will we all die? Maybe. <laughs> like this is, is Spencer Brown the key to the Bills winning the Super Bowl? Yes. Is it? <laughs> I like it. I like, I like, I like Spencer Brown. I'm going to put that up on a poll. Should I do that right now? As John's doing his, his, uh, wall of fame. I'll put that up as a poll. What's the poll going to be? Which the mountain, which, yeah. Yeah. Which nickname do you like better for Spencer Brown? Okay. So I'm going to put that up right now. I'll let you know by the end of the podcast, because you'll probably get like at least 50 or a hundred votes by then, hopefully. So John, who do you have on your wall of fame in today's victory? Wait, what are you putting up? Just the, just the two? Yeah, just the two. Okay. So, yeah, my first thought was uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, Oliver had a good game, too. But I think I'm, gonna give, I'm just going to give it to the secondary. All all five starters had a turnover. Uh, they just played out of their minds today. I'll, I'll give it to those guys. The secondary was fantastic. Do you like the Jolly Brown Giant? Should that be the first one or the second one? 
I'm thinking like people see that first and I don't want people to vote for it. So <laughs> I don't want that to be the first thing they see. You always want to be the first one, right? I feel it should be randomized. You think it should be randomized? Yeah. I think it should be the order in which it was presented, right? So the mountain was presented as the first option and then. What, by that logic, the first guy that says he's running for president, like, oh, I'm running for president uh, 2050. Or you could so, so, I, so my name's on the list. For, no. You could alphabetically. It should be it. randomized. It should be randomized. Okay. Hold on. I'll put it into the uh, the random picker thing that I use for, uh, for the. Oh, oh the look at that. Up. It's the mountain. <laughs> Share your screen. <laughs> the mountain jolly brown giant. Alrighty. It's like <laughs> random pick one and what do you know? No. <laughs> You're acting like the, be, being the first one is the better one. Maybe that they're like, oh, I like this one. And then the second one, they're like, oh man, that, but that's better. So maybe it's, I actually want to be, I don't want to win this one. I want to be second. And the winner is Jolly Brown Giant. <laughs> it's only two options. You're going to see both options pretty much at like all at the same eyeshot. It's not like you have to read through four lines of options. It's all in one view. I don't think it matters. You don't think so? You think you still think I'll win, John? Yeah, I get it. Well, as soon as you post, I'm going to do the 100% thing and send it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which nickname do you like better for Spencer Brown, Jolly Brown Giant, or the Mountain? The Mountain. Well, maybe maybe the Mountain should be first because, like, just the way it, your eye, just to get more views for. I, I picked it randomly. What do you want me to do? Like, geez, I think I think it's I think it's what I did randomly. Yeah, that's fine. Just saying. It, the, the, if you want the popularity of the entire post, it might be more aesthetically pleasing to the eye to have the, the longer one at the bottom. Let's see what John picks because he's going to do 100%. He's like, oh, I'm going to screenshot it for you because he's always he's always the first to tweet or respond to anything. Oh, 100%. <laughs> for who? Stop the count. For who? <laughs> I'm looking at it. It hasn't updated. John, who'd you, who'd you vote for? I like the mountain. Oh, you simpleton. <laughs> hey, hey, don't 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 you say that about John. It's because he what he loved Game of Thrones and it's in his head. That's why. Lots of people like Game of Thrones. You don't know if I loved Game of Thrones. Oh wow, we already got Did you? Seven. It was it was pretty good, but I don't know if it was. was your favorite like, show I... for a time? No. Yeah, it was. The mountain. Okay. It was a oh. good show, but I wouldn't put it in my top shows. It's just because of the ending soured you. The ending wasn't that good. The ending was wet trash. It the last couple awful. seasons weren't that good. <laughs> Let's be, if we're being honest. Yeah. So, so far, so good. Okay. So, you know what's funny? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so far, so good. This this poll is going well. Um, so, you know what's funny about polls? I'll say this in general and for the podcast. I do a lot of polls. If you're not following us, by the way, on Twitter, follow us at CTW Pod, like at Circling the Wagons Pod. Um, I'll put out polls uh, about random things about like, why you, who do you put the blame on the bill's loss or whatever. And what's funny is like when they do polls on like CNN or Fox news or whatever for like elections, it'll be like, Oh, you know, out of like 2000 people, they think so-and-so is going to win. And I'm like, how the hell is that a good sample size? Like 2,500 people or whatever is going to determine what an entire country feels like. That's so dumb. And then I do these polls and after the first like 200 votes, like even maybe 150 or 100, like it's pretty much decided. Like it could go on for a thousand votes and it'll only change like a percentage point or two. Like it is <laughs> like those polls are pretty much done when they're done. J Mike, are you getting on Twitter? 
No. To check it out. Okay. Okay. We're going to check Did it I out. Did I already lose? No, no, no. I, not yet. Um, we're going to check it out at the end of the podcast and see what people like. All right. Let's go into our wall of shame in today's game. Shame. 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 Wall of shame. I, I honestly can't think of anyone to really give it to um, in today's victory. It's It's so hard. I mean, they won offensively, defensively, coaching-wise, special teams. They had some good plays. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie had that long run back, 27-yard uh, punt return. Uh, they just look good on all sides of the field. Tyler Bass again, um, doing what he does. Uh, yeah, I don't have anyone. Mike, John, do you guys have anyone in this? Uh, in this? No. No, it's hard, right? Wall of shame? Yeah, wall of I'm shame. Putting my, I'm putting myself on the wall of shame because I am still dwelling on that dumb Jaguars game from a week ago. Normally after a loss, like a day or two, I'm good. I'm I'm ready for the next week, 100% optimism. But I'm still dwelling on it, and I know I shouldn't be because it was a, you know, we, you know, it's it's a fluke, right? You know, out of the games that they've lost and how they've done this year and how they've done last year. But like, I I can't help but you know, only a game, half a game ahead of the Patriots. We have within a game of like ten different teams or nine different teams in the AFC. It's like. I get that it's early in the season, but it still bothers me a little bit. So I'm going to put myself up there because I shouldn't be uh, thinking about that so much. You, so you put it on not only like how you felt this last week, but how you continue to feel about the team, which is a, which is a big deal. Like, like this win wasn't convincing for you enough. And I think there's, there's definitely a contingent of fans like that. Well, it's the jets, right? Like, <laughs> like they got to string a bunch of wins together. <laughs> like, it, I mean, this is almost like do this against the, the saints or the Colts. The Colts, the Colts the next and week. the Pats. Let's like, go. <laughs> like, let's let's have a game like this. I mean, the, the Bills should be beating bad teams, but they should also have like some definitive wins against good teams. We should win the rest of the games on our schedule. <laughs> and then and then and only then will I feel good about this season. Well, I'm sure at some point along the way I'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna put the wall of fame or wall of shame on me too for getting that hung up on one loss. And maybe just questioning the season in general. Um, I don't. I don't uh, doubt it as much as you do now. Um, I think I'm still much more optimistic. I think I see that as a blip in the, you know, a blip in the radar as opposed to this is how the season's going to go. But uh, yeah, I'm going to give myself. Mike, you said no one. You're good. This is. It, it's just proof that humans can make anything about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> We'll put you two. We're talking about uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Jets. Who is the worst player on the field today? And you both managed to nominate yourselves. <laughs> That's the only way I can see this world. I don't have the ability for empathy or uh, different <laughs> points of views. It's just my. What is that called? Are you sociopath if you do that? Or are you just you just a normal a normal human being? <laughs> just not a narcissistic empathy. sociopath. Narcissistic. Yeah, narcissistic. There we go. What do you have? To be fair, if I was on the field, I would be the worst player. <laughs> Could I give it to Deion Dawkins maybe a little bit? I think he's been having a rough stretch. And I don't know if it's because of COVID or, uh, you know, he was in the hospital and off the out of the training camp for three weeks. That's a big deal. He's getting his, you know, stamina back. You would think hopefully after nine weeks, 10 weeks into the season, he would be getting some of that stamina back. I think he's just having a down season so far. It's not bad. It's just not above average. And I think he's an above average player. And I don't think he's having an above average season. If I have to find someone. Mike, you're good? Okay. Yes, Nate. 
Do you have a wall of shame? You know not everybody can be above average, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm reminded every time we do this podcast that not everybody can be above average. Um, okay, so uh, let's see what we have. We have some tweets from our followers on Twitter. After every game, I write who or what is on your wall of fame and wall of shame in today's win or loss. Eric Helwig is in. He says, wall of fame, the trainer who got Spencer Brown and Taron Johnson back on the field. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, uh, wall of fame also finally using Breda's speed, the entire D for takeaways and wall of shame. And he said, he's being nitpicky here, which obviously we all are still taking too long for pass plays to develop and get the ball out. Yeah. Not a lot of quick plays. That's okay. That's okay today, but that might be an issue against better teams. It has been, I shouldn't say it will be. It has been coach Todd, Todd Zilla, bear senior. This is what I, 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 uh, I said it was John's burner account. Let's see if he agrees with everything that John said last week or this week. Wall of Fame, Diggs, Davis, the entire secondary, John. Third quarter offense, McDermott for focusing, for refocusing the troops. Yeah. You know, we should have given the wall of shame to McDermott last week for not having his guys really in the, in the game and in the mindset. But then again, we didn't hear about the, the Jaguars players, players saying, man, the Bills just didn't seem into it. Wall of Shame, the running backs fumbling. Late game points allowed. Yeah. Yeah. The bills, I mean, they kept their foot on the gas, but they definitely let up some plays going in late. Sweet sassy molassy play of the game. Wow. Coach Todd, impressive Hyde forced fumble and recovery. And then the Gettysburg, the final drive of the first half. All right. Hashtag not John's burner. (laughs) He did say that. I didn't even read that part before I was, uh, mentioning that hashtag bills mafia <laughs> that's and i'm going to like that comment you know I, i'm gonna like reading real time every comment as i'm reading them on the podcast that's how you know i'm reading them if i'm liking them parish writes wall of fame spencer brown glad he is back and a big difference it makes i love the uh nickname the mountain that you came up with nate thanks um wall of shame maybe Allen's int or Breda's being inactive this long. He did not say anything about the mountain. I totally added that, but uh, so pretty funny. Breda has to become... Somebody asked me over Twitter, who who are you going to make inactive because of him? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Anybody that doesn't score two touchdowns in a game, anybody who's on the field that doesn't have the ability to score two touchdowns in a game for the offense is who I want inactive, which is a lot of players. AJ Tharp writes, wall of shame, too many missed tackles today other than Klein who wrapped everyone up Klein man Klein's looking good again second half last season this season he is he's a force man even with Tremaine Edmonds Tremaine Edmonds was inactive today and I couldn't honestly tell that he was I don't know if that says more about EJ Klein or or, uh, Tremaine Edmonds but Klein had a great game wall of fame how unstoppable we felt on all facets of the game we were more unstoppable today than you two getting their crappy album back onto my iPhone even though I've deleted it 12 times. <laughs> Josh Allen is greater than Bono. He has the little greater than symbol. I I love AJ Tharp's tweet. I'm going to, I wish I could like this twice, AJ Tharp. Not only for, you know, how unstoppable we were in all facets of the game. The, it was a great tweet. I'm so, I called Apple about this. Now you guys are Android guys. Mike and John are Android guys, so you don't know this. But if you have an iPhone, you get this stupid, album from YouTube pre-downloaded onto your iPhone 
So like I have like, let's say I have 2000 songs of my own music that I just love and I've downloaded and purchased over the last 10, 15 years or whatever. From the time I had an iPhone to now I have a, or the time I had an iPod only, the time now that I have an iPhone. And if you delete this YouTube, and it's not even a good YouTube album, it couldn't even be like greatest hits. Like this is just some off album that they made in like 2008 or 2015 or something stupid like that. And you have to listen to it and it's not good. You just, every time you delete it, it redownloads itself. And I called Apple and iTunes just so everyone knows there, they, they admitted to me so far as like, there's no way to get it off. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the way it is. Like it will always redownload onto your phone. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, AJ, for bringing that up. If you guys ever have tweets after the game where you want to like, you know, vent about something, feel free. Be Mormon 2020 wall of fame. The refs for not being as bad as usual. Just some oddly fast whistles. Keep being at least mediocre refs. <laughs> Keep being at least mo- mediocre. Um, there were definitely some, a couple of plays where I thought they were going to call penalty and they picked up the flag. I'm like, Whoa, what's going on here? How did that happen? Yeah. The refs have been terrible all year. That That's a good one. Did you see that uh, play against that bears player where the referee like backed into him to like hip check him as he was running to the sidelines mm-hmm. and then he flagged him for taunting. Oh yep. my God. I have so much less faith in the NFL. And then, of course they stood behind the referee's call. They well, find the guy too. <laughs> yeah. It's rigged, man. It's rigged. <laughs> Wall of shame. Uh, Mike White for saying he should have been drafted first overall earlier this week. That is true. He did say that. Reality check written and cashed by the Bills' insane defense. I love that tweet, B, B. Mormon 2020. A lot of great tweets this week, as as per usual, but it's really great to see it. Mike Graham writes, Wall of Fame, our entire defensive secondary. Have yourself a day. Also, Spencer Brown, because that is a man amongst children. And you can't forget Stefan Diggs doing Diggs things. Wall of shame, the announcers for saying the Jets played in New York. Don't disrespect New York like that. <laughs> Christy McComber is in. Wall of Fame, too hard to pick. Breda, Diggs, secondary, Gabe Davis, basically everybody. Wall of shame, the running back fumbles. Keeping the starters in too long. Breda not being played more before this. I really, again, I mean, I really hope they, they keep Breda in. The Breda fumble is something interesting. And John, you brought the point that someone said on Twitter that, you know, and it's true that Devin Singletary has like five fumbles this season, right? So, I mean, how can you be upset that Breda did have that one when every running back, for the most part, is it, has put it down on the ground multiple times? So um, I think what he brings to the field, and it was evident today, and, it, and Dable was able to utilize him more than he's ever utilized any of the Bills running backs. Um, he, he not only, somebody, uh, brought it up on Twitter. I, I, I wish I could remember, uh, how, uh, amazing it was that uh, that first touchdown pass where, uh, Josh Allen found Breda like streaking down the sideline into the end zone. Like Breda was only supposed to go out for a swing out pass. And then he saw that Josh Allen was rolling left. And instead of staying there and blocking or whatever, he ran to the corner of the end zone to get that pass to be open. And Josh found him. I mean, that chemistry alone, that ability to, to link up with your quarterback on a passing play. I mean, to me that, that begs that you have to be active. The guy has to be part of your game plan. Um, maybe not every down running back, but he has to be in there at least in some, some way, shape or form. Bill Lasso writes in wall of fame ghosts. <laughs> Mike White was seeing them and they were believing in themselves forcing four INTs. 
Diggs, I feel like I had a hand in getting the Bills back on track in the locker room, and it shows. Wall of shame. <laughs> Whoever was not letting Matt Breida play, where has he been? Oh, yeah, we didn't do this. Guys, What I mean, it goes to say without saying, we didn't do the Josh Allen fire emoji rating at the beginning of the show like we normally do. Uh, is it five fire emojis for today for Josh Allen? You wouldn't give him anything less, would you? No? No for Mike? Four. Four? And why? Well, he had that pick. Oh, that pick? Okay. Okay. All right. So four for John. Apparently 366 yards, two touchdowns. That one INT really just sticks out. Okay. Six in your craw. What is a craw? And how does something get stuck in it? Mike? It's usually a question you would ask. Is it a rooster? The thing the rooster has? I don't know. Google that. So John thinks four and a half. Four. I think five. Mike thinks five. Big dog. Writes in, he says, Wall of Fame, Josh Allen, five out of five fire emojis. Spencer Brown and the Bills D for another elite game. Wall of Shame, Mike White for thinking he should be a first overall pick. I'm sorry, but like five out of five, that's that should be perfect game, right? Uh, what I deem a, a, a perfect game, 75% completion percentage, John. Yeah, he took the ball over. <laughs> He did it's not like he. It's not like he. Like you can say, like, well, he also ran it for seventy yards and a touchdown too. So, so we'll give him. So like, he had a great day passing, but he threw a pick. I, I don't. I don't know if he can give him a perfect. So if he threw for four hundred and fifty yards, four touchdowns, but he had one interception, you still wouldn't give him five. There's not. There's no yardage or touchdown total that could erase that interception for you. No, there might be. Okay. What if he ran? He, for he was 50 maybe yards? maybe maybe if he was over four hundred. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll wait till we see. Okay, so fire mo- four fire emojis for John. Mike. We could do four and a half if you want to go to the, the 10 scale like we were talking about last week. Uh, half, half fire emojis are definitely a thing, so you can do that. We're not going to 10. Um, well, I mean, you may as well. If you're doing halves, then you just make it nine out of 10, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's too many fire emojis. <laughs> I don't want people to... People are, people are giving us fire emojis in tweets, okay? I don't want them to have to hurt their thumb to <laughs> thumb out nine, okay? Or ten. But can you do can you do a half of a fire emoji in a tweet? I don't think so. So then what are you doing? So yeah, that's why I did five. Mike stuck in your craw, anything? A craw is a crop, and a crop is an expanded muscular pouch near the gullet or the throat of a bird. An enlarged part of the esophagus. It's used to temporar- temporarily store food. No. So oh, if it's know. stuck in your craw, like the origin of the idiom is like to disturb the peace of mind, like God, that new pop song sticks in his craw every time it's played. <laughs> Should we do a segment in maybe the Wall of Fame or something? Like, did anything stick in your craw? Like, what's stuck in your craw today <laughs> in today's game? <laughs> the stuck in your craw segment. Instead of, like, grind what grinds my gears. It's like, what really stuck in my craw today, Nate? <laughs> Was the Bills coaching. No, I like that. I like that. Let's keep that. Let's keep that in our, uh, in our bag, our bag of tricks. Um, John, do you want to give us an update on the, uh, on the tweet Twitter poll for the nicknames or when I'm going to read another tweet and then you can get back to me. Scott of hashtag bills. Mafia writes wall of fame. Diggs was fire. Brita was a Brita was a breath of fresh air. AJ Klein was lights out wall of shame. I can't help but say the penalty flags this season is really bad in general, really wrecking the game. Yeah. Lots of big plays this season. Good call by Scott. How's it look, John? So far, 190, vo- Ugh, 190 votes. The Mountain is winning 87%. Mm, nice. 
I don't think they're giving enough. I didn't think it would be that far away, Mike. We'll have to check on it like at the very end of the pod, but uh, I think well, it started at 100%, so it's already down 13%. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> John. Well, give me a little time to think about it. Okay, okay. How about bear? Brown, bear. That's something. <laughs> I think bear brown is somebody else's nickname. Bear Bryant? Bear Brown? Maybe something else. What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Just bear, because it's brown bear. Get it? No, who's on first? Corn? <laughs> uh, Karen. Karen, hashtag go Bills. Go Buffalo, writes Karen. I like that. I like that. Let's see how Karen writes. I wonder if she just complains and wants to talk to the manager. Wall of Fame. Bills this, bills that, all the bills, laughing emojis. Hashtag go Bills, hashtag Bills Mafia. Feeling all those would probably would have been empty seats, LOL. Wall of shame, little dirty getting hurt. Not bad, Karen. Private Joker 2003, Wall of Fame. This this is the Diggs game of the 21 season so far. The last time the Bills looked back was when he looked over his shoulder to haul in that TD that made it 17-3. to Wall of shame, the first half offensive line play was shaky, but they turned it around. Gettysburg play of the game, uh, the Diggs TD reception to put the Bills up by two touchdowns. All right, we'll read a couple more. Let's get in. Edgar Donnybrook, Wall of Fame, a good game, really good game overall. Minimal stupid complaints that had minimal impacts. That being said, Wall of Shame, the second quarter offense, the one snap Tommy Doyle played, fine with not seeing him again this year, keeping Brita inactive all year. Dude's a stud and needs to play. Yeah, two really good points on Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle's not ready yet. He's just not ready. He's just in. It's, it's, you know, it's good. They got to get them some playing time, but just, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. They can't all be Spencer Browns. They can't all be the mountain. Uh, and Michael Taylor writes wall of fame. Breda had a good day until the fumble. Spencer Brown is clearly the linchpin of the offensive line. AJ Klein was a beast. That sounds like Mike's take is like, is Spencer Brown clearly the linchpin of the offensive line? Yes. <laughs> AJ Klein. I'm just going to start doing that at work. Be like, uh, is this the is this the best project that uh, anyone's ever run in this company? Yes. AJ <laughs> uh, Klein was a beast making open field tackles. Digs for doing digs things. Wall of shame, keeping the starters in too long. We kick butt, sit the starters. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Michael, for bringing that up. I've, I kind of felt the same way. All right, I'm gonna start. Uh, start. Let's see, Big R. Haven't haven't heard from Big R in a while. Okay, okay. okay. Big R writes, Wall of Fame. Allen, five fire emojis. Yes. Defense stepped up with key injuries and made Mike White reconsider his career choices. <laughs> and Spencer Brown for helping bring the OL back, the offensive line back. Wall of Shame, no one. We humiliated a, a division rival on the road. Gettysburg, the Jets end, end of first half fumble. LOL Jets. Also, John like Big R likes what John likes. Speaking of LOL Jets. Did you catch that sequence with the Jets coach with the challenge flag there? No, I didn't. What happened? Could you remind, I mean, remind the listeners what happened? Yeah. So like, it, like it was kind of hard to hear. Cause like I was at my parents and it was a birthday party and kids running around and stuff. But um, basically like the, the call was going the bill's way. And like the Jets coach is like talking to the, like it goes to commercial breaks. So you have no idea what's going on. 
And then they come back and he's still talking to the refs and they're like, oh, the ruling on the field is this. And I'm like, oh, he must have challenged it and it went that way. And then apparently he didn't challenge it. He was just looking for clarification. And then he threw the flag after all of that. And the refs were basically like telling him, uh, we, we basically just told you that there's no way that we're going to overturn this based on whatever, like, just pick up your flag. <laughs> At least that's what it seemed like. Uh-huh. So it went the Bills way after all. Yeah, like he, he like it was kind of weird because usually like if you can't challenge something, you would like charge the team a timeout or something. But they just let him pick it back up or whatever. I mean, I guess he could have challenged it, but they were like, we just looked at it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to we're not going to overturn it. <laughs> if that was Sean McDermott, they would have taken a timeout away from him <laughs> like a 100 times out of 100 easily. Do we have anyone else? OK, I'll do a British Bills backer, a British Bills backer. uh did say, Nate, are you ready to get on the floor today? Because that's the thing that I did during this Chiefs game. I sat on the floor the entire game, and the Bills started to win again. So, um, which is a crazy tweet that well, that tweet blew up, which is so weird. So, it just goes to show you, you have no idea what's going up. I mean, Rachel Bush retweeted it, and uh, it's just weird. It's just so funny. But he was like, "Are you ready to sit on the floor?" John said that. John texted us that. I was like, "Dude, I'm ready. If the Bills go down, I'm just sitting on the floor all game. That's okay with me. I'm okay with that." I'll do. I'll take one for the team. It's like that commercial where that guy like was in the basement and the team finally scored, and he's like, "Oh, I, w- oh, I don't want to go down in the basement. It's scary down there, but I got to do it for the team." <laughs> um, British Bills backer writes, "Wall of Fame: Josh Allen five five fire emojis, Stefan Diggs five fire emojis, the entire secondary one turnover apiece. Wall of Shame: Zach Moss's chin strap, dude. That's a good one. I like that. Zach Moss's helmet came out came off at least twice that I can recall." Um, whoever call he also writes whoever calls the plays that just hurl a running back up the middle into a stacked box, expecting a result other than a gain of zero. <laughs> That's good. That was the Bills' favorite um running play in the drought. You remember that? You guys remember that? Run into the pile on first down, run into the pile on second down, third and nine, <laughs> pass play for four yards and hope your guy somehow makes another five yards for the first down, which he never did. <laughs> And it was always a dig route or something where the guy had to come back to catch the ball. So then he had to change momentum back upfield and it never, ever worked. One, one, once out of 10 times. That was their bread and butter. <laughs> that, that playbook got passed on from coaching staff to coaching staff, that whole agenda. It's like, it's like it got left. Like I'm trying to think of if something gets left from like generation to generation, like a time capsule, right? <laughs> like time- it's, it's like, Go ahead. It's like somebody left a, pl- a playbook on the bench and they're like, oh, I don't have any playbooks or any plays to use. Oh, here's one that I found. Let's let's use <laughs> this one. <laughs> and he leaves it on the bench before he when he gets fired, the next coach finds it. <laughs> He's dusting it off and it's got like uh like uh Mike Malarkey written on it or whatever. <laughs> they're like, Well, I don't have a playbook. Let's start with this one. Okay, well let's start and we'll just build off of it. <laughs> Every coach did that. They never got rid of those plays, though. They kept those plays in from the beginning. Bill, a British Bills backer, I'm going to end with this one. A British Bills backer also writes Gettysburg, November 12th, uh, 1.25 p.m. And they and he tweets out that exactly what um, someone else tweeted out earlier, uh, where Mike White, quote unquote, if you ask me, I should have been a first overall pick. <laughs> oh, man. That is some hubris, ladies and gentlemen. The Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Thank you guys all for joining and being a part of that situation. We've done the giveaways. We've done 
our stats of the game. We've done our Sweet Sassy Molassie plays of the game, our Wall of Famers, Wall of Shamers. Um, I think we're good, guys. Is there anything that you want to bring up, Mike and John? Uh, before? Oh, I, I, I can't believe I forgot this. We are going to be at the game next week. Mike and I are going to be tailgating. If you guys happen to be around or you want to meet up or whatever, talk bills with us, uh, have a drink, throw the football around, whatever, we'll be making our rounds around uh, the stadium the stadium parking lots uh, together. You know, we'll be hanging out together. We'll make some food or whatever. Um, if you guys are in the area and you want to catch up, like there's probably one of you or two of you in general that want to do that. And uh, you guys probably live in like another country, right? But if you happen to be watching this game, if you happen to be going to this game, if you happen to be tailgating at this game, shoot us a tweet, shoot us a message, DM us over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be fun to chat, chat bills with you. Um, we don't usually give out our faces or whatever, our identity. So um, the only way to get a hold of us is that way. Um, so yeah, Bill's, uh, Bill's Colts game. It's going to be a fun time. Fun, fun time. We're going to do our recap on the drive home. I'm sure we'll give a good insight into what the tailgating experience is like for any of those folks out of the country, which is amazing. We have you know listeners in Israel, Australia. There's probably a lot of people that have never been to a Bills game and that hear about it. They see it on social media. And we'll give a we'll give a recap of that as well. So, uh, do you guys know what the spread is for the Bills Colts game at this point? Do you want to take a guess? Yes, I would love to take a guess. John, do you want to go first, or do you want? Did you already check it? No, but I'll go second. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you will. Um, and then, John, after we do this, you're going to give us an update on the Spencer Brown nickname. Um, I'm going to say it's in Buffalo. The Bills have a better record. They're probably viewed as the better team. I'm going to say. Five and a half points. What do you go, John? Over under that. The, you're saying Bills five. Bills and favored half? by five and a half. Six. <laughs> yeah, I would a couple couple different places. Uh, it's either six and a half or seven. Ah, damn. The all important half point. Well done, John. Well, it's easy for me. I just had to pick over under whatever. You I said. know. I know. You're like the guy that that goes last in prices. Right? If someone has a really good one, like fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred and one. <laughs> <laughs> or if they're all over, they go one dollar. Or if someone does it early, you ever see that happen on prices, right? <laughs> one guy goes one dollar, but he's not the last guy to go. Someone's like two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Surprised the guy doesn't want to start a fight in the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> just throw down at the prices, right? Um, so it's seven and a half and eight. Okay. All right. I like that. Um John, do you have an update real quick before we sign off on what the uh, – give us fine. some of the comments. We can, probably... we can skip that. <laughs> I mean, we can, John, if you want, but uh, – The Mountain has 86 percentage points. Ooh, I'm losing some ground. How many votes? 233. 233. Okay, give us some comments. Let's hear some feedback from the Maybe listeners. we need the West Coast to come in. <laughs> um, one says um, they both suck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> does he have you know, I, i'll take that you know i'll take that comment that, that... <laughs> well does he have a better does he have a better nickname? yeah yeah Dude, it's like it's roosevelt's man in the arena yeah you got something better we'd be happy to hear it don't just criticize someone else says the brown tain the brown what tain t-a-i-n the brown tin like mountain Ooh, the brown tin 
Okay. That's someone else is commenting. Like that. That's not that's not terrible. No, that guy should have been like these two suck. This one's better. And I bet I would have respected him more. Yeah. Brownton yeah. is pretty good. Brownton. Ooh. But do you think people would get it? I don't think John got it. <laughs> I don't think John still I still don't think he's got it. Do you get it, John? Because it's like brown. It's yeah, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like combining mountain. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the character from Games. Of- yeah, okay. All right. Um, that's good. I like Mountain, too, because he's just a big guy in general. So not only is it Game of Thrones, it's a- okay. That's what I was thinking. Like, you, you it, yeah. it could have never been a Game of Thrones, and it still works. Yeah, totally. 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 Yeah, um, totally. Does anyone else have a thing about how those two nicknames suck or anything? <laughs> uh, the only other comment is that Brown, he, he's, he's noting that Brown is only an inch off of Thor. Oh. But other than that. Well, did he? I mean, thanks for the thanks for the info. So Andre the Giant was just a couple of inches taller than you know Spencer Brown. That doesn't help us. <laughs> God, tell me who that is. I'm blocking that person right now. What an idiot! <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> that's all the comments. <laughs> Other people just scrolling past, like what a dumb poll. Um, <laughs> all, all I know is that most people agree with. Um, where I, what, who I voted for. What we, so. what, what Mike and what John and I voted for. Okay. Well, Mike hasn't, Mike, you have another week. If you come up with something, uh, we'll talk about it on the ride home from uh, the Bills Colts game. Okay. And then if you do another poll, just let me know so I can vote real quick and give it 100%. Okay. That sounds good. Lead the poll. That's probably what led this poll to being as one sided as it is because of John's first vote. People see that, man. Of course, they've already voted. You can't. I like that about Twitter. You cannot see the poll results until you vote yourself. I do like that. Anyway, um, what's, what's your problem, John? <laughs> Did, I Did you ever you? see Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, when he's like, "Did I wrong you in another life, Will Scarlet?" <laughs> That's what you remind me. You're just like out to give me tonight. That was a good scene. Dang. That was a good yeah. scene. John is like Mike's Will Scarlet. <laughs> Where have I wronged you, brother? <laughs> You weren't there. What was the thing? What, what did he? Oh, oh, he was like. Oh, you guys man. just gave me two options. I just picked an option. <laughs> Mike, what do you want? Wasn't Will Scarlet? Wasn't that the thing where like our father loved you more, <laughs> more than me? Something like that, right? He cast him off or something because his father had uh, a, a child. A he mistress? had Will with another. Yeah, mistress. Yeah. He loved you more than me. Like, Jeez, brother! I have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hate you, remember? No, <laughs> let's hug. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what's funny? As I'm surprised nobody had a comment that's just like, kill yourself. Like, that's how Twitter is right, right now with something. It's like, it's it's either mostly good, and then there's just some terrible things. I don't think I told you guys this, but I did this. Uh, my son made this. Uh, he's five years old. He did this drawing of Josh Allen. I put it up on Twitter, which is really great. Everyone was super nice about it. They're so cool, so rewarding. And then, you know, obviously one guy's like, this is a terrible drawing of Josh Allen. Like, this is this is garbage. Why would you ever post this or something like that? I just thought that was funny. Uh, that somebody, There's always somebody. There's always somebody. Whenever you put yourself out there in any way, shape, or form, be prepared for somebody to just take a dump all over it. It's funny. I don't care, but it's just funny. By the way, um, T Public site, we're releasing um, – if for those of you that don't know, we've gone on for about two hours now, probably. Uh, we have a tea public store that we sell uh, T-shirts, different different builds designs. Um, some of them are art designs. Some of them are 
other really great build designers that we support as well. Um, so all the sales uh, go for both them and us from our store. But um, I just talked to people, the folks over at T Public, and we're one of the the top ranked uh, stores in all of tpublic.com, um, which I'm really proud of. Uh, it's it's a it's a testament to all you guys that are listening and supporting us. It's a testament to our graphics designer Nick uh, that did the podcast logo and everything else that we do. We're releasing three new uh, uh, designs that are going on sale. One for the Juggernauts. It is super cool. You guys are gonna love it. And a couple of Bills Mafia designs. And then uh, those will be on sale this week, starting after I post the podcast. And then our sale, uh, we have another sale for our store on Wednesday for all of our. All of our stores, so $13 t-shirts, $35 hoodies. I mean, this is a really great sale. It's right before the holidays. You have to order them now because you don't know anything. Anything right now is going to come before Christmas. I mean, you're talking things from Amazon. Like, they might not come before Christmas unless you order them in the month of November. Like, it's very possible. Like, supply chains are insane right now. And the same thing for T Public. If you want to get these things over to yourself or to a relative or a friend or family member, whatever, you should order it very soon. So that's tpublic.com slash stores slash ctwpod. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash ctwpod, like circling the wagons pod. So I have nothing else to add. Thank you guys so much. If we for all listening. just do a mad rush. Isn't that putting us all in the same exact position? It's like if you're watching a parade, we all stand on our tippy toes. We're in the same spot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. You mean like, like when COVID hit and everyone was rushing out to... Uh, pillage the grocery stores and we're all yeah. left with no groceries yeah except the people in the front row can see everything they got all the groceries got all the water all the toilet paper yeah it's a great point mike um, but yeah everyone should rush to the sales <laughs> <Keep public. laughs> do it before everyone else and uh be sure you do it so cool thank you guys all for supporting us thank you guys all for listening i appreciate you guys standing uh, sticking with us for this. It was a fun game to talk about. It's going to be a fun game next week against the Colts. DM us. Let us know if you're going there. So we're going to sign off for... Wait, you're... you have something else you want to add, Mike? Is something stuck in your craw that you have to get out? You're the Twitter guy. Like, these people aren't crazy, right? Like, I'm not looking for somebody to be wearing my skin as a suit. <laughs> like, John's gotten out of it, obviously. Does he know something? I don't know. John is smart because he won't let me tag him in anything. He's got like all the tags off. <laughs> I want to smart. Ju- yeah, it's smart. So people don't like start following him, you know, or, or whatever. Wait, I have, I have what off? I I don't know how Twitter works, man. <laughs> John's. Yeah. Nobody wants to wear your skin as a, <laughs> as a suit. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right. <laughs> That's thank you for adding that Mike. So signing off for John. Hey, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? For Mike? Go Bills. It was a fun one. And for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you guys for listening. Stick with us next week. If you're in the area, let us know. We'll see you at the Bills-Colts game. Talk to you guys next week. Buffalo, stand up. It's the Mafia. (laughs) Uh, It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo, uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah, a Buffalo Bill City. Yo, we got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. 
Ike McKenzie on a jet suite, maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and Bees and Gabe Davis, three-headed single Terry Moss Brader. Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes, forget Kelsey, forget Hill. Come and replay us, cause we ready to bash him like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody Four, we ready. Kick they bucket like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype up the team. Ready, Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. A Buffalo Bill City. It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Yeah. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Yeah. What? It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Buffalo Bill City. Uh, yeah, Taron Johnson with a pick six, it's just too easy, don't pass it to Treyway, please believe me, we got high right behind him and pour your free, please don't run up the middle unless you wanna meet a star, Greg Russo can show you what he's about, Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around him, our team is grounded, oh yeah, Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready, moving for Cody Ford, we ready, kick they bucket like Ike, yeah, we ready, Dawson Knox with a spike, are you ready, season tickets, I'm hype up the team, ready, Buffalo, this is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>